And now we have on the line Ernie Priot, and he is the former Pennsylvania Attorney General. Uh, welcome, Attorney General, to Cats at Night. It's a pleasure to be with you. Ernie Priot, uh, you were Attorney General just a few years back. Uh, uh, the world has changed. Tell us about Pennsylvania the way it was when you were Attorney General just a few years back, and what the heck well, is going the, on now? Uh, uh, John, as you know, although I was the district attorney here in Scranton, Lackawanna County for uh, about 12 years, and I specialized in homicide prosecutions, prosecuting myself, I got five death penalties. Uh, then I became the, the, the state's attorney general, elected twice in the 1990s, and uh, um, it's been, it's, it was totally different uh, than it is right now. The police were respected then. The police are not respected now. You have people running for office that say defund the police. You have people that throw the police under the bus. Uh, it, it's ridiculous the way uh, the law enforcement is treated today as it was, uh, wasn't that way 40 years, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Um, now, the biggest problem that I see uh, right now is that we have a, 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 a populace that is divided. They don't know whether to trust the police or to trust the, 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 the people out there, the politicians who, who are, are, are wanting to defund the police, to blame the police for everything. Always somebody else's fault. But uh, right now, um, crime is a major issue in Pennsylvania. Uh, inflation, gas prices, major issue in Pennsylvania. And the two candidates running could not be any more diametrically different. Josh Shapiro, the, the current attorney general, who's never tried a single criminal case, as far as I know, uh, and has and got a, not a very stellar record as a prosecutor. He's allowed, for example, the district attorney of Philadelphia, uh, a, a Soros-backed candidate, to basically do away with murder prosecutions. Uh, it's ridiculous that, that we're now seeing cops get shot in the city of Philadelphia, people shot on South Street. And, and and nothing is being done. How many uh, black and uh, brown kids are being killed in, in Philadelphia because of that district attorney? Well, that, you know, Philadelphia is a, a city that is, has a significant uh, black and Hispanic population. And, and the, the, the vast majority of people are being killed are black and Hispanic. That's right. Uh, and, uh, and police officers are, are, are they're certainly in the ranks of blacks and Hispanics in the police department, but uh, they're not shown any respect because they're not being treated with respect from the mayor, Mayor Kinney, who uh, Mehmet Oz, the candidate for Senate, just called today for him to resign in light of his disrespect to the police who got shot on uh, the, nearly on the steps of the Rocky Balboa statute over the 4th of July. Uh, uh, the, the district attorney, uh, he has not done anything except to open the doors of the prisons to, uh, to uh, to, to, to criminals and uh, have a, a no bail policy. Uh, it's the same in New York. It's the same in all these big cities across America. Uh, we have we have district attorneys, Soros funded district attorneys that don't believe in law and order. And 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 the 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 the, the fact is that the the, the people who are suffering are the people who are living in those cities, and most of them are people of color. Ernie Priat, we're, this is Lydia Serrano. We're also hearing about incidents where people are attacking police officers. Fireworks are thrown at them. Oh, we heard a story about somebody throwing it into a patrol car, uh, some sort of like firework with the nails so then it would explode and injure. 
And what what are the repercussions to these people? What are the repercussions? We heard about those two lawyers here in New York City during the BLM riots that they threw Molotov cocktails inside of a police car. I, I Like you said, when I was growing up, I'm not that old. We used to wave at the cops and we love seeing the cops. And now it's just the, the lack of respect. And it comes from our Democratic leaders. Well, it's that leadership begins at the top. Uh, I have to say that. You don't have a district attorney and you don't have an attorney general that are out there supporting the police. Uh, you're, you're not going to have respect on the streets from from the from the gangsters and the thugs and the drug dealers and the and the criminals. So right now we have a race in Pennsylvania um, that's between Doug Mastriano, who's a certified war hero, uh, was a colonel in the army, served in Afghanistan uh, and served in Desert Storm. Uh, was a, a professor at the War College, and, and people don't realize that this man's got a Ph.D. and four master's degrees. He is a leader among leaders. He teaches people how to lead in the Army War College at Carlisle, and he's running for governor. And people have written him off, John, and folks, they say, oh, he's not, he's not going to be a strong candidate. Well, guess what? He won 44 percent of the vote in the primary, but far and away the most popular candidate. And in the polls right now, he's almost dead even with uh, Josh Shapiro. Josh Shapiro has thrown $10 million in negative ads at him, and it's hardly made a dent. The fact of the matter is, Doug Mastriano has got a solid base of support. And don't you forget that. Anybody telling you, oh, it's going to be a walk-in for Shapiro, Josh Shapiro, it's not going to happen. So who are the uh, – I understand there were some GOP people that were supporting him. Uh, Josh Shapiro, yeah, who are the GOP people supporting him? Well, they, they were never Trumpers to begin with, John. You know some of them. They were never Trumpers to begin with, and so because Doug is a supporter of Trump, they're not going to be a, they're not going to be a, a, a for Doug Mastriano, uh, and and they, and they were pro-choice. They're 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 they were always pro-choice, and Doug is strongly pro-life. He believes in the sanctity of human life. Speaking, you know, I mean we're. Speaking about pro 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 life, uh, General, they you tried one of the famous cases, Planned Parenthood versus Casey, thirty years ago that presaged the Dobbs decision that was just made by the Supreme Court. Tell us about that case. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I I, I was uh, I argued in that in the Supreme Court for Governor Casey, a Democrat governor who was sued by Planned Parenthood. The governor asked me to as a bipartisan step to argue for the pro-life issues. So we took two positions. One, we're going to ask for the overturning of Roe versus Wade because it's not in the Constitution, nowhere written, nowhere implied. Secondly, he said, if you believe that there's a right to, in the federal Constitution, then we've got to come up with a new standard called the undue burden, whether the statute puts a burden on the exercise of the right. The 7-2 to majority of the Supreme Court bought that idea. They, they did not overturn Roe at that time, but that was the first step in the weakening of Roe. That, essentially, the Casey case gutted Roe. The Dobbs case finished it off. Uh, and it did what we always asked for. That means that the states get to do what it is they want to do in, on the issue of abortion. In New York, they said, okay, you can have abortion up until the moment of birth. In Pennsylvania, abortion is still legal. It's still legal. It hasn't disappeared. In some other states, it has disappeared, but that's the, the beauty of a democratic government, a, rep, a representative government. Each state gets to pick what it wants to do on certain issues, like guns or abortion or something else. 
you you find that happening all the time. So the Supreme Court did the right thing in saying, look, we don't want to be in the abortion decision business. That's got to be up to the elected representatives in the state capitals uh, uh, around. The, and that's what Doug Mastriano is saying. Let's leave it up to the legislature. There's a new legislature coming in in January. Let's leave it up to them to write a new law. Who knows what it's going to look like? I don't know. The, 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 the Republicans have slight majorities in both houses in Pennsylvania. But the fact of the matter is that uh, we don't know what the new legislature is going to look like uh, come January. Ernie Priot, thank you for everything you've done for Pennsylvania and continue to speak out for Pennsylvania. God bless you and God bless the people of Pennsylvania. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, John. Bye-bye. Thank you. Uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're coming back with Senator Alphonse D'Amato, and he is mad as heck on what's going on in our country, in our city, in our state, and uh, let's go to break. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 